Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Here we are with another episode of Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101. Matt Irvin and Aaron Kennedy with you today to talk about a little bit about what's going on in the market. You know, we we sit here and we look at charts and kind of ponder and and it looks like uh, the market's a little bit confused. Is that right, Aaron? Oh, man. That's kind of an understatement. We've had so much going on and, you know, it doesn't matter... What channel you put it on the TV, you're going to hear something that's just going to scare, scare you to death. Um, a lot of it's just talking points. Uh, a lot of it we go through every single year. Right. So um, I just kind of wanted to weed through some of those. Maybe touch on what in the world's going on here very, very recently. Because um, mm-hmm. things are changing. Things are changing really, really quickly. So. Yeah, it's it's been kind of wild because some of the things that are still leading year to date aren't necessarily leading through the month, and then there's outliers, and you know I know that's where you specialize so much is in is in that level of detail, but it's just kind of it's kind of interesting to see the winners and the the losers, right, of these different time frames. Oh yeah, you know going back to the beginning of the year, um, tech's been knocking it out of the park. Technology's up nineteen, Nasdaq's up nineteen. Uh, consumer discretionary uh it's adds up uh what 17 or 18 percent so all the high-tech names are just going through the roof but you know if you go back i think we touched on this last time even last february uh, until now there hasn't been a whole lot of movement almost all of that growth took place in you know the first 30 30 to 40 days of the year but what's been really interesting is over the last 30 days, it's been a complete flip-flop. You know, everybody is trying to pull risk from their portfolio, and we're, we're seeing people move into uh, your traditional, traditional uh, safety havens. Sure. You know, um, energy's a big one. We know that. It's not traditionally a safe haven, but that's our, our leader going into uh, the last 30 days. And then... We got utilities, healthcare, consumer staples, you know, the things that people go to that you're going to need regardless. Those are really what have been working. What's dragging up the bottom? Technology. NASDAQ technology is up one and a half to 2.2, you know, while uh, utilities are up almost 10. So what, where are people going? Yeah. They're, they're trying to trying to figure out what's safe and what's going to be working and what's where to stay, stay out. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting. Well, and so, you know, it was very easy to stay in the, the, the more growth-centered stuff, and we thought this was going to last about five minutes, right? Oh, yeah. But now that Powell is, is being pretty resilient in his speech, um, yes, you know, inflation's coming down a little bit, but we're still, we're still seeing it. We're still there, it. still seeing it. Um, the numbers are looking better, but right now our year-over-year um, inflation rates are somewhere around 5%, which is fantastic. But that's April of 2022 until April of 2023. You know, if there's been no reversal. It's still growing, just not not at the double-digit rates that we were in. So 
there's a big question where is the fed working or is supply letting up or what exactly is going on well, what do we have to continue to do yeah I, well you know you look at consumers and and i just and i see it from like you know walking down the street and seeing people um for instance there was a there was an auction at our church this weekend and they and they said it didn't do near as good as last year and you know something that 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 is home that's that's our home it's in yeah. our town and people don't have the direction of what's going to happen over the next 12 months so even some of their like we're trying to send kids to camp and it's still they're a little bit hesitant to give it all away at this very moment i mean yeah these kids will get taken care of but my point is is lack of direction creates nervousness yes that's exactly right and how much of this economic slowdown um, is going to be towards that not real demand but fear yeah. fear of spending money so uh it's going to be really well you nailed it you turn on the news it's something spooky something scary and then the people that are trying to make a living in this have a deal too good to be true you know car prices have gone up a little bit so it's like people are are feeling kind of okay maybe i can buy a car. and then it's like hey you're still going to give eight or nine percent interest on that yeah. thing so um, it's just it's a really really tough challenge so we talk about all these individual feelings and and views and what we're hearing out there and and you you extrapolate that over the millions of people the market's feeling it the market's feeling it yeah and we are we are seeing um employment numbers change mm -hmm. pretty drastically people are uh letting people go mm -hmm. you know they they are trying to buckle down and this all works its way through. It all works its way through the economy. Maybe not the day that it's announced, but you know, over a six to 18 month period, people losing their jobs, that's money that's not gonna be spent. Um, you know, that's, that's output that's just not gonna happen. So, you know, it, it, does, it does slow things down. Yep. Well, let's, let's take a quick break right there and we'll be right back with you on the next segment of Black and White Market Cheddar on Life Planning 101. And we're back with the second piece of today's episode of Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101. We were talking about some of the some of the sentiment we're feeling and some of the market having trouble digesting. Um, Aaron, let's get into a few of the things that are that are new going on. We talked. We have a whole list of of, of things, but uh, you know, talk to us a little bit about the budget. The budget's a big topic right now. Spending, government spending. You know, what happens if we pass it? What happens if we don't? Most people, I believe, when it comes to congressional, people are saying they need to, they need to pass the budget. Yes. It needs to happen. And, and you know, this is political grandeur. We do this every year. You know, we're going to get into a big fight. The, the media is going to step out and say, hey, this one political party is trying to tear down the United States. And uh, there's going to be a big fight until it finally passes. Right. Um, there's going to be more pork inside of that that bill than uh, all of our grocery stores combined. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> you right. know one one party is going to get the spending that they want, and we're 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 going to hold our co uh, our country hostage until we get it. Yeah. One thing to think about here is if we default, what happens? 
for dollar crashes. If we lose the reserve uh, status on the world and our money's not trusted at all, what happens to every job in Washington? I, I can't even wrap my head around that. If, well, I can tell you, if they can't spend a penny, they can't be there. There's no reason for us to have those people out there spending that kind of money if they can't raise the debt, if they can't pass the taxes. It's got to get done. They have got to pass that budget, and they will. You know, they're not going to bankrupt. They're not going to forfeit their jobs. Well, just this grandstand. Yeah, and just to think about, I, I mean, when you when you hear those, because um, what had happened, was it two years ago, I believe, that they didn't pass the budget and the government offices shut down? Like, that had a real effect on people's lives. I mean, and it, it's like, okay, it's going to pass. It will pass. It did go through. I think they were off work two days or something like right. that. But it's, you know, so that's why I say I have trouble wrapping my mind around that because it goes to... How many people does that affect? I mean, it affects everyone, but yes. it affects some people immediately where some people it affects, you know, after a certain amount of time. But nonetheless, it does affect short term. I think the biggest effect is mostly fear. You know, there, there might be some contracts out there that are busted over this. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, if you're a government employee, you're going to get paid back. Um, so you you know, get, how get many federal vacation? how many federal holidays do you get anyway? Uh, Fine. So Fine. Uh, I am feeling bad for those folks. I mean, there are two extra. Are they should be okay. Yeah, yeah. Get a couple <laughs> extra days. Spend but they got to pass it. Spend time with your family. Yeah. Um, anyway, that you, you're you're right. You're you're absolutely right. And I think um, something interesting too, and kind of switching gears, is is China. They. They teamed up with the, with a couple of countries. Um, say it. That kind of sounds like a downplay. I think you said it's about thirty percent of of the world's economy. Um, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's big enough. Don't get me wrong. And what we're talking about is pricing oil in something other than U.S. dollars. Yeah. So uh, very recently, if you wanted oil, if you wanted to uh, heat your country, um, put fuel in your uh, <laughs> Electrical generator, your vehicles, whatever it is, uh, you had to buy U.S. dollars and then use those U.S. dollars to go buy oil. So um, it propped up the dollar, you know, supply and demand. And if we're demanding dollars for barrels of oil, price of U.S. dollar goes up. Um, Well, they've come out with this um, new partnership where other uh, oil is going to be priced in different currencies whether it's the Chinese yuan, uh, the Russian ruble, whatever that might be. And uh, it's going to be significant. But I don't know about the fear because it is about 30% of the U.S. uh, or the the world's revenue. But you got two main things. One one is oil. Mm -hmm. If you knock Saudi Arabia out of there, that reduces that that revenue by a lot. and you have China's uh, exports, um, their doodads, you know? <laughs> uh, so that's a lot. But here's what, this could backfire them on them in a hurry. Let's say we turned on all the drilling powers of the U.S., mm-hmm. of Central America, of uh, North America, you know, if we could get get that going, we could get prices back down pretty quickly 
then that's going to remove the majority of the power from Saudi Arabia, especially if we're willing to undercut that to fuel Japan, to fuel Europe. You know, um, all we got to do is put two to three times as many rigs out there in West Texas, and we should be blowing and going in three to five years. Yeah. Yeah, and so it so, could backfire on them. Well, and and so that's that's the driver is just the price, the current price. Yes, right. That's the only thing holding this up, because no, it didn't seem to happen when oil was at thirty dollars or forty dollars or fifty dollars. No. Right. This wasn't a conversation. But now that oil's, I think, what's at mid mid to high seventies, uh, now we're in conversation. Yeah. Well, Russia's not supposed to be selling any kind of energy products around the world. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, they also froze a bunch of their bank accounts. So how does Russia get around that? They have to sell. They have to sell their assets to somebody. Right. So they're they're putting it together on how to do it. See. And you, and you have the group that is partnering. And then you have other countries, kind of like India, that are saying, "Hey guys, I need oil, and that's the best price out there, and that's where I'm going." Yeah. So. <laughs> you get what you get. You don't throw yeah, a bit. Yeah. All right. So, Aaron, let's take another quick break. There's one more thing I want to touch on before we uh, end our next segment, but let's take another quick break to get us wrapped up today here on uh, Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101. back for our final piece of today's episode of black and white market chatter on life planning 101 we're talking about china and russia and the budget and one other thing i want to want to touch on is the the new mortgage laws you brought that up the other day subprime lending that may put a little pressure on the the interest rate environment and if i'm following it right you're unincentivized to be a good steward of your capital that's why it's kind of look looking right now uh what we're talking about is there's a there's a new law that's about to go into effect that um if you have a good credit score your interest rate is going to be higher if you can put money down to purchase your house your interest rate is going to be higher if you have the income to service your loan or make your mortgage payments your interest rate is going to be higher it's like backwards day. It's it's exactly backwards. So the less risk, the more responsible you are, the more you stay within your means, the more expensive it's going to be. That's, so that's wild. This is this is throwing everybody for a loop, really, because we did we did really try this back in '08, where um, it was the ninja uh, ninja rules: no income, no job. Uh, we'll give you a house. You know, and those those blew up. It dang near took down the entire financial system. Right. So we're right back to doing that again, um, and it's not significant like we're we're saying, hey, um, if you can't afford this, we're going to give you one percent interest, and if you can, it's seven and a half. No, it's like seven and a half to six and a half, but it's still a punishment for right. doing what you've been told to do all your life. So uh, I don't really know how this is going to stand up at the Supreme Court level. And, and one other thing to kind of think about when people are, are talking about this is this is an order for the bank to sell it back to uh, Freddie Mac right. or Fannie, you know, these, these government institutions. So if they're buying back the debt, then you have to abide by this rules. But 
doesn't say anything about credit unions or conventional right? conventional mortgages that are not being sold. You know, that's probably going to be a really big boom for them. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, come, let us loan your mortgage. I will I'll hold it. I will hold it for you and you will get a much better deal. Because those private, unless you can sell it, you're just adding more risk to your bank's balance sheet. And no bank wants that right now. That's why it's only if you can sell it to the, the Federal Reserve or the federal yeah. government. So. Well, and, and you think about, you know, a 30-year mortgage, but there was a gentleman that come and spoke with us the other night, um, and, and one of the things he shared was that the average mortgage was like six or seven years. You know, people, it's, it's not just people um, moving because of a job. It's, hey, I've been at my job seven years. I made more money. I had two kids. I need a bigger house, you know. So you kind of forget about some of those reasons why you upgrade. But I thought that was super interesting. Um, so, you know, banks going back to, the, to, to be willing to hold the 30-year mortgage because someone has the right, if they approve for the loan, it's going to get good standing. They have the right to pay it out over 30 years. Yes. You know, even if the average is seven. You know, so that's a big that's a big ask for the bank. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Um, and, of course, it's supposed to – it's projected to start around the 1st of May. Is that yes. right? And, and like you touched on earlier, it's going to get uh, appealed – Supreme Court, there's people fighting it. So nothing, as of right now today, you know, there's what it looks like two or three years from now is a big, big yeah. gray area. And I, and I know this doesn't hold up across the the country, but the average mortgage is $400,000. So if you're a subprime borrower, I mean, getting an extra percent on your mortgage, it's... It's not going to help as much. It still help, you know, but well, it's still a significant payment that a lot of people cannot handle. Yeah, well, if you can't, yeah, if you can't afford four hundred thousand, it doesn't matter if it's at six or seven. You can't afford four hundred thousand. Right. right? Okay. That's exactly right. Okay. So, all right. How does it all shake out? Yeah. Well, that's right. So, so let's touch real quick. We're getting close to our end. You know, we always talk about, and we have for what about two years now, getting paid to wait. We're trying to be patient. I know people are getting impatient. You hear it. Ha- you hear it a lot from us. So I wanted to touch on that. Give us a quick idea where interest rates are at. Some of the some of the uh, fixed income stuff we're still being able to get access to, and then some of the the dividend payers that we're looking at. Yes. So, interest rates are all over the board right now. Um, every week we go, when we go look, it's a it's a new surprise of what's working and what's not. <laughs> and I'm talking guaranteed stuff like CDs and treasuries. Um, lots and lots of movement this week. Um, CD rates are back up. Mm-hmm. Um, Look good. Last last week, I think we had two that we could get five percent, and they were both like uh, callable in yeah. July. Right. Um, now we can get 12, 13 months. Um, even a three-month treasury, we can get 4.99. So 50, 70.7% greater than we could last week. So big movements in interest rates. Um, this week, we're going to have a lot of numbers come out. We're going to have a lot of tech companies come out with their earnings. Um, if earnings are good. You know, Fed feels pretty confident what they're, what they're doing. The economy's still growing, and we're going to keep going like we have. Right. Um, if they don't, then um, 
we're going to see. This could be the reversal that we're all looking for um, from the Fed. It's back to that good news is bad news, bad news is good news. (laughs) Yes, but I think this week's going to be pretty powerful. And where is this economy really, really growing? Yeah, lots of moving parts. Well, it's going to be exciting uh, to kind of look at some of that as it unfolds, and of course, we'll make adjustments and trends. We're gonna we're gonna stay with you guys. We come out each week on this and try to keep you updated with the short stuff. And today's our our longer podcast, but we'll know more. Hopefully, we'll get on you know again Friday or Monday with some updates on some of the things that we see. So so stay tuned with us. And again, if you guys have any questions or things that you want to talk about or hear about. Let us know. Yeah. Happy to, All right, happy to we're share. here to share it. So, uh, Aaron, before we get wrapped up, any last minute words for us today? No, sir. Enjoy the springtime. Yes. Get out, work in your yard, get some vitamin D. Got some rain. Should have some flowers. Got some blooming. rain. Spend some time with your loved one. That's that's really what's important. That's right. That's right. Well, we, we appreciate everyone. And, Aaron, thanks again for your time today. And that'll wrap up today's episode of Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101. Right. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.